This is The Extraordinary Entrepreneur. I am your host, Todd Russell. This show is about ordinary entrepreneurs who have extraordinary businesses. There may not be books written about them, and they may not have millions of social media followers, but they have businesses that provide for themselves and their families. They provide employment for their team members and staff, and most importantly, they supply a service to their clients, customers, and neighbors. These are men and women who take an idea and create a thriving business from scratch. We will talk to folks who joined the family business and grew it into a valuable enterprise. We will also have conversations with entrepreneurs who left the corporate world to begin a new venture in a completely different field. You will hear these conversations and many others on The Extraordinary Entrepreneur. Welcome to The Extraordinary Entrepreneur. Today our guest is Mr. Randy Allen with Allen Hill Pharmacy and Medical Supply. So Randy, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to. And um, so I like to tell everybody how we know each other. So I probably it's probably been 10 or 11 years since I first met Randy. Our kids went to a little school together, and then we got reintroduced at church, and then our sons do a lot of activities together, and we do things with them, camping, shooting, things like that. So we've got a long history together. And so, Randy, why don't you just tell everybody who who is Randy Allen? Yeah, so um, I am married with three children. My oldest is at the University of Arkansas. We have been in Franklin now for 20 years and four months. We opened up the business about 20 years ago and uh, been able to serve the people here in Franklin and Williamson County uh, with their medical needs for pharmacy. And um, we have been, um, let's see, in the same house now for about 10 years. And like I said, we've been at church together and been real active in that. And it's been a great place to raise a family. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad y'all put a pool in too. So <laughs> y'all's house is our country club now. <laughs> um, so Randy, give us a little overview about your business that you started. You, you were telling me earlier, y'all celebrated your 20 year anniversary mm-hmm. recently. So t- tell us about your business. Yeah. So we are an independent pharmacy. Um, we specialize in compounding, hard to find items, wound care, orthopedics, compression hosiery, most of the stuff that you don't normally can get at other big chain pharmacies. Okay. We gotcha. Kinda, we kind of serve the needs of that, where the, whereas the big guys of the world can't can't help out people and their unique needs, they'll send them to us and then we'll take care of business for them. Okay. That's good. So you've got a little niche and have centers of influence that refer things to you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Very good. Well, how did you go from, okay, this sounds like a good idea to start the pharmacy to actually starting it? Kind of what put that in motion for you? Yeah. So prior to moving into town, I worked at an independent pharmacy in um, Loveland, Colorado, and was running the business, just basically doing everything except signing the paychecks. And then as time wore on, I was getting a little burnout on the uh, day-to-day job that I was doing there. And uh, I remember me starting to meet with the accountant just to you know learn a little bit about what business is, whether mm-hmm. it's something that I could do. And talking to my wife, we thought, well, let's uh, try and start a small business, which I never thought I would thought I would want to do something like that. And um, through the uh, National Community Pharmacy Association, they have weekend um, courses that show you how you start and run a business in mm-hmm. pharmacy. And I thought, well, let me go check that out. So I went away for the weekend. Uh, they do offer it about, I don't know, two or three times a year. 
and saw what all it took to do. And I thought, well, this isn't that difficult. This is something that we can do. And um, so then we the the question the answer then the next question was is where do we open it up? Right. Is it going to be out there in Colorado and competing with the people that employed me for those years, which I didn't really feel comfortable about that. Mm-hmm. So then where do we go? And so we we kind of gravitated to the Southeast because our parents live here and we just had it, our first child. And so we thought if we're going to be in this business, we're going to be in it all the time. So let's go somewhere where we're close to our parents so they can see grandkids and stuff like that. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> I bet they were glad to have you here. They were happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good. So once you did open the business, how did you start connecting with customers and clients of the pharmacy? Kind of walk us through how you did that. Yeah, that was a that was a fun two years where we didn't see a whole lot of people. I yeah. got really good at Tiger Woods golf and the computer because I just didn't see people. You know, it was really funny um, during those during those two years. But it was just slowly seeing growth each month. Um, even though it was small growth, we saw growth. There was never a time where it went down. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gave us some trajectory if we keep building and building on this. So a lot of times, word of mouth would go around. I would uh, <clears throat> I would leave and go um, or get up in the morning. Go visit doctors' offices. Let them know I'm in town. This is what I can do for you. This is how I'm a little bit different. Just kind of creating a little bit of um, um, acknowledgement out there in the community that we're here. Yeah. And then we would try different kind of marketing and advertising stuff. I was involved with a networking group, um, and so that helped get word word of mouth. So that was the biggest thing, just getting word of mouth out there that hey, we're here. It's not like Field of Dreams; they're not just going to come. <laughs> People got to know we're here. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when you would go see the doctors, mm-hmm. would you call, make an appointment or would you catch them in the mornings? Kind of. Yeah. I'd just try to catch them in the morning. And sometimes you could go and make an appointment, bring them lunch. Um, yep. That's a good way to, you know, get them in the door, get in the door. Um, but most of the time it would be before we opened up or right after we closed. So that we had that little small window. And if sometimes people were available to talk, we would talk. Other times I'd leave a business card and they'd have to call me back later. Yeah. Okay. Right. Very good. So, I mean, your business is unique. So what are some things that sets you apart? You alluded to them earlier, but what are some things that set you apart? Well, the biggest thing we do, 75% of what we dispense are compounded prescriptions, which basically means we make them there in the pharmacy. Okay. They're uh, made specific to the individual patient that they can't just get through a drug manufacturer. And so because of that, there's a need for that out there. And so people will then come to us where they can't go to other places to get it filled. And that's what we really uh, enjoy. Um, it makes the job interesting. Every day is different because you've got a line of different things you'll be making. Mm-hmm. The other stuff we do is we do some compression stockings. We've got an advanced wound care section that other pharmacies don't. So it's not just band-aids, but it's actually stuff to help with the healing when you hurt yourself. Yep. And, um, yeah, those are the those are the big things that we do. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, location wise, you're pretty close to Williamson Medical Center. I mean, when you were setting up yeah. shop, I mean, right. was that strategic? Yeah, well, no, we were just trying to find a place, and okay. there wasn't a whole lot uh, to go, and uh, we decided there because really it was the best as far as um, rent wise and everything. It was a great choice because it's now become Doctors Row here in town, and so yep. it's a good good place to be across from the hospital and all of these different medical facilities. So people aren't having to travel all over town after their appointment to come see us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Well, 
you know, as far as running the business, I mean, we said a minute ago, you've got a brick and mortar building. And so, you know, there's a lot of everything stops and starts with you, you know, time demands. I mean, your husband, you got three kids, you're involved in the community, you're involved in church and you're running a business. So, I mean, how do you protect time with your family and just kind of balance your schedule with everything you have going on? Yeah, that's where you get the term independent pharmacy because you get to make the rules. And I did not want to be open on Saturdays or actually when we started, we opened till noon. And then once the kids started getting bigger and, you know, doing the little soccer games and stuff, then we just shut her down on Saturdays because I wanted to see the kids go yep. do their stuff. Yeah. Uh, we close at 5 p.m. on the during the weekdays so I can wrap up work. I'm more of a morning person. So when I have my work, I will. I would soon rather go in early than work late. So I wanted to be done by five so I could be home and mm-hmm. have family dinners together and just be be around, be a presence in the kids' lives. Yeah. 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 That's good. So how about when you started, mm-hmm. you know, were you kind of the, the same rules? I mean, open till five and yeah. then get home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, because, well, again, it was not much business. So <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the clock. When's five o'clock going to get here? You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. And you know, one of the things that you had shared with me with me in the past was staffing issues, mm-hmm. and then you know it, it's been transient. But h- how have you dealt with that? Like, how how do you find good people yeah. to work and train, and then walk us through that? Yeah, absolutely. So we, just it's just of late that we're we've really seen the ish struggling with what staffing looks like. We've been blessed to have the same staff for. So I had a 16 year run where it was the same staff. Okay. So that, um, that was a, uh, a blessing that she didn't realize until they're gone. And so trying to find somebody that of, of high quality and character and knows the pharmacy world, um, those, it's a hard uh, mix, um, of a person to get. So our thing is, is that the pharmacy knowledge is going to become secondary to being able to take care of people and love people and be able to talk to people, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. That was number one thing. And so if they could show us that, then, then we can teach them pharmacy. It's like learning a second language. We can teach them. But if they already have pharmacy experience on top of the other, well, now it's, now it's, got your, it's a great thing to have. And so it just took time. Yep. Um, we had people that would want to come in for interviews that didn't show up or – they took the job and then didn't show up on the first day. I and mean, it was, it's, it was very, very strange to me to see that, but yeah. maybe there was just some things that I have no idea what I could make five or six different guesses why, but it was, it is what it is. But thankfully now we're going on maybe week four where we've got some steady employment and hopefully uh, my new staffing, they'll like it enough to want to stay. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. You know, from an, optimism standpoint and you think about just the future of your business what are you optimistic about um optimistic i think i mean we're just kind of doing the same thing that we've been doing so taking care of people Mm -hmm. um, makes me optimistic um how this journey is going to end because there has to be an end date sometime i don't know when that'll be um 20 plus years so who knows when that'll happen uh, hopefully, uh, the business can continue and it doesn't just disintegrate that somebody out there will want to run it or somebody out there will want to buy it from me. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that's kind of what I'm looking at. We've got new changes coming because there's new rules and regs coming with the whole kind of compounding issue. So I'm optimistic that we're going to um, have that facility um, restructured so that um, there'll be other places that opt not to go down that road. So all that business hopefully will come, you know, towards us and we'll just continue to get grow and grow. So yeah. We'll yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, what about the flip side of the coin? You know, are there threats that you have in your business that you think about periodically and try to guard against? Yeah. People have asked me that. It's like, do you worry about things shutting down? I'm like, well, this is, this is like an oiled machine. It's running on, it's running by itself. Now, I guess I'm the only one that could really mess it up. Um, mm-hmm. If I was just to stop not caring, people would see that. And so they'd stop coming. So yeah, we have, we've got, always got the opportunity to blow up your business if you wanted to. So that's <laughs> what we stand on guard for not to, you know, make sure our, mind and soul is right when we when we get up in the morning and go serve people yeah very good well you know from an advice standpoint you know you've been in the business now 20 years as far as being a business owner i mean ownership if you could could go back and give yourself advice or do things differently Mm -hmm. or you know maybe start some habits that you have now or didn't have you know what would those be yeah, the biggest advice I would go find if I could find myself 20 years ago would be try to buy some real estate to have your business. Okay. I mean, if I do the numbers and see how much rent I paid over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. I don't even want to know what that number is because yeah. I'd start weeping probably. <laughs> uh, that, um, and of course, we didn't have the money then back then to be able to buy stuff. But if I could figure out a way whether it's raising capital or getting loans or whatever, um, it would have made a big difference now um, yep. on that. It would have been a great, a huge, huge investment as far as, especially here in Williamson County, seeing the growth of what real estate's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Just seems like there's no end to it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, can you tell us about a time when you may have faced a big challenge just as a business owner and how you overcame it? Well, um, the biggest decision that we made uh, was about 10 years ago. Okay. And, you know, when you go to the pharmacy, most people are used to showing your insurance card and then you pay whatever the copay is or whatever. Uh, what people don't know in pharmacy is that when you're dealing with insurances, your margins are razor thin. It's like okay. running a restaurant or business almost. And, when we do the compounds, we we didn't have really have insurance involved, so we were able to survive um, and grow the business in that way. Well, it came to the point where the insurance companies were were wanting to have a say in our compounded claims, mm-hmm. and they said if you can't bill your compounds, then you can't bill anything else. So the, <clears throat> we had to make a decision: Are we going to start billing? compounds to our insurance or are we going to just get rid of insurance altogether Mm -hmm. so we made the decision to get rid of insurance altogether we haven't defiled an insurance claim in 10 years and we lost customers because of that because you know like you may be used to it people listening yeah i go to the pharmacy i get my insurance card that's normal that's what we do so trying to teach people why we don't because if we had made a decision to stay with insurance and then them pay us razor thin margins on all the time and work and investments you have to do in compounding because it's a lot of money to to go into that business world. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be sitting here today. I, I wouldn't have. We wouldn't have made it. Okay. Yeah. So that so, was a strategic decision that was, yeah. cost you people at the beginning, but mm-hmm. long term, mm-hmm. it was good for 
your family, good for your business, at the end, good for the patients. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were able to continue to take care of people. Yeah. So what's your approach to taking risk in your business? Yeah, so just opening up the store was a big risk. We, my wife and I looked at our, our budget and we uh, thankfully did not have any debts. We had all of our debts paid off, our school loans, our cars. We didn't have a mortgage. We didn't really have anything. So we thought for two years, we're not going to we're not going to have any kind of long term debt while we're trying to do this. And then we knew that if the business did not succeed, um, we would see how much of our loans that we would have to pay back. Well, business loans, obviously, that's that's the one thing we had. Um, and the good news was that I could always go work at another pharmacy and pharmacist salaries would be enough to help cover the costs of those long-term loans. And mm-hmm. we could have, we could probably been out of the hole after a couple of years. Yep. So that kind of risk wasn't huge. Like some people uh, put everything on the line, but it would have set us back, but it wouldn't have burned us forever. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, that's good. I mean, there's wisdom in that. I mean, just because you get to manage your cash flow, and if you, take on a bunch of debt. I mean, you don't have a choice but to pay it. Yeah, absolutely. There was freedom in not having all the debt. So that's I tell any kind of young entrepreneur when they're wanting to start, get rid of all the debts you can. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. It gives you so much more freedom. Yep. No, that, that's great. Great insight. Um, you know, failure in the school of hard knocks is a good teacher, you know, just throughout your 20 year career at the pharmacy. I mean, what are some lessons that you've learned from past failures? If you've had any, you may not have had any. I've, I've never had a failure. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, uh, business wise with failures, I think just how you spend your or how you budget your expenses and the advertising budget can get really high if you mm-hmm. wanted to. And us trying to figure out, well, what works in advertising and what doesn't. And I've thrown some money at some stuff thinking that it would, and it went nowhere. Gosh, where'd all that money go? Um, there's been times where I think that, okay, let's get this product line in. This will sell great. And it sits there for two two years collecting dust. Yep. So it's things like that. And you're just like, well, that was, that was money wasted. But then you move on to something else. And then, okay, that's selling. That work, that's working out like that's selling there. So yeah. Uh, we didn't want to go out of our wheelhouse and what we do is pharmacy wise, but there's things in our, the pharmacy medical supply circle that you could put out there that might sell, but some things didn't, some things did. And then we learned don't spend a lot of money on advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you were telling me earlier, I mean, really the, the best way that you've connected with clients and customers is just word of mouth, word of personal mouth. relationships. Yeah. I've got 20 years now behind me of taking care of people, proving that what we do medicinally is effective for the practitioners in the area. So they know they can trust me to come and take care of their people. Yeah. 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 That's great. So, you know, we were talking about this a little earlier and your, your answer was really interesting to me. I asked you, you know, do you currently have any mentor mentors or did you have some in your life to bounce ideas off of and people who challenged you? Yeah. Um, in business world no, not really. Um, I, I never took a business class. Maybe I took accounting for a semester. Yeah. I think I slept through that. (laughs) 
Um, and so it was really learning on the job, um, learning at the previous place, talking uh, about with the accountant, learning what a profit and loss statement is, mm-hmm. um, learning how to write a business plan. Uh, I did all that just on a weekend course. Yep. And so just seeing, okay, not spending more than what you bring in and trying to grow it and being responsible in your expenses. Yeah. That was uh, kind of what we learned. I didn't really have any mentors on that. Yeah. 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 But the other thing that you added to that is you try to be a mentor now to others since you didn't have any. Yeah, there's um, we have uh, kids come through. I shouldn't say kids. Interns come through of college mm-hmm. of pharmacies. And um, that's been an enjoyment, especially the ones that want to do what I do, uh, being available to answer questions to them. There's you know, we have also students that have no they realize that compounding is not what they want to do, mm-hmm. but we do have ones that want to run a store. And so, yeah, they ask me questions. And I love giving them advice on the, the mistakes that I've made, how they can do better. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good way to success is learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. 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 That's good. Well, Randy, this has been fun to sit down with you and just talk through, you know, how you started in business, how you grew it and just learned from your wisdom you know, as we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to share that you think would be interesting for people to hear from you? Um, well, no, I still can't believe that we can say we've been in business for 20 years. Yeah. And you just kind of look and say, how'd that happen? But uh, um, we just um, stayed stayed consistent with what you do, uh, making sure what you plan as far as what you want your business to be, that you're on that road and you're not wasting money. You're being um, wise with your balance sheet, with your profit and loss. If you're not bringing in money like you thought, you're not going to continue to pay yourself what you think you deserve Mm -hmm. because this is what small business, what business is. And you can only go off of what's coming in. And then you start seeing problems. Then you got to work to figure out, what those problems might be in the business on things. And so uh, it's been a great 20 years as far as being able to do that, being able to say, yeah, uh, I'm able to work within the ways that I want to do it, not having to answer to somebody, you know, you got to make sure you get these numbers down or you're, you know, you're going to lose your job or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's nice not having to do that. So it's been yeah. fun. Yeah, that's good. Well, if anyone who's listening would like to get in touch with you for your services, how can they do that? Um, you'll, you can share a phone number that what we are. That's one thing we don't do. We don't even don't have a social media presence. Yeah. People go, why don't you have a social media? It's exhausting to do a social yep. media presence. Um, we don't even have an email. I mean, we don't even have a, a website and yep. that blows people's mind too. Yeah. I know I'm a child of the eighties and I'm still stuck in it. But again, it's just the word of mouth and taking care of people and uh, the doctors know it. And so that's kind of what we do. Yeah. Very good. Well, you can read the show notes and I will post Randy's phone number in there to Allen Hill Pharmacy and Medical Supply. So Randy, thanks again for being here and uh, appreciate all your time. Absolutely. 